0: Welcome to my Aquarium Podcast. I'm your host, James. I'm a fish keeping enthusiast, mainly focusing on planted aquariums, offering honest advice and positive influence and trying to help debunk some of those common myths and help introduce more people into this rewarding hobby. In this episode, I'd like to talk a bit about planted aquariums, what they are and what you really need to get started. Um, A planted aquarium is well, aquarium which uses live plants. This style of aquarium is becoming ever more popular within the hobby and now newcomers are often ditching the fake plants and treasure chest bubble makers of the past and replacing them to create a more natural feel. As previously mentioned, this style is ever more popular with many hobbyists, often referred to as aquascapers, which will utilise aquarium plants and various items such as rocks to create what's known as an aquascape. Often these type of aquariums mimic natural environments such as a mountain scene, using the rocks to create the mountains and carpeting plants for the grass effect, and I must admit some are out of this world and living works of art. However, there are drawbacks to this if you're a beginner. Where do you begin? Again, with such vast and misted views online and elsewhere, this can be a little confusing where to begin. Some mention soil substrates, RGB lighting and even CO2, which can be met with a massive price tag. Um, I want to give a little clarification here, whilst like any part of the hobby, the more money you invest in, the better the results. However, it's not always the best method to begin with, and what happens if you already have an aquarium which you've spent a lot of money on, but want to maybe mix things up a bit and not spend a heap on? Well this is what I want to clarify. Firstly, you can use substrates other than soil for plants. Some however might need nutrient supplements such as root tabs, which mimic the kind of nutrients found in soil substrates. This is often because... Although plants uptake and photosynthesize from their leaves to create food some also use their roots to take up a bigger proportion and lack of this could show poor health. But as a beginner will you really notice these things? Well technically you might see slower growth and paler colour to your plants but as you're just starting out it probably won't be noticeable but using root root tabs will help recreate these conditions. So if you really have a gravel substrate, you can grow plants in it. How do I know this? Well, I have two heavily planted aquariums, which both have gravel substrates. On the note of substrates, you can use sand, but it does get a little more difficult planting in, as sand is generally finer, and the plants struggle to stay in the substrate. It can be done, but can be a little more trickier. Sand can also be a lot more condensed, so nutrients and roots can struggle. Saying that, I've used root tabs and stem plants and got good results, so it's not impossible. Next up is lighting. There's a lot of information these days to suggest you need aquarium LED lights, which give a whole array of colors. Mostly, they will be reds, greens, and blues. I don't wanna go into too much detail, But again, these lights do help with the growth of plants, and the stronger the light, often the better the results. So there is proof, but as a beginner, the standard light you have, or one which comes part of a kit, generally will work enough to to dip your toes in, so to speak. Lastly, as mentioned, CO2. Often these elaborate planted aquariums show so much color and growth and a lot of this comes from the use of injecting CO2 into the aquarium. CO2 for plants is definitely an important factor as it helps our plants grow, color, and generally flourish. However, if you have low lighting, then plants don't often need as much as they would require if in high light, as growth will often be slower due to the level of light. So it's worth factoring in But again, in my experience, with using both CO2 and none in my planted aquariums, it really does depend on what results you're looking for in growth and colour. Again, I don't want to go into too much detail. All I will say is that there's a variety of CO2 kits from Pressurized or DIY that you can check out online and even on my YouTube channel. As with all equipment, it's definitely worth thinking about long-term, but as a beginner, it's not really essential to start with. Some common issues with CO2 injection is that depending on the size of the aquarium and how much CO2 is being added, this uh, this can cause great growth for plants, but can be damaging on the livestock, and the amount of oxygen in the water decreases. So good circulation, air stones, and surface agitation is needed to be factored in to help with the production of oxygen. I will just touch on fertilizers as these really are one of the key factors to get good healthy plants. There are hundreds on the market so definitely go and check them out but the best advice I can give is looking for an all-in-one fertilizer to start with. Don't focus on nutrient specifics such as potassium, iron etc. They are great at an advanced level but as a beginner all you need is an all-in-one bear in mind some fertilizers do add nitrate to the mix so dosing heavily can cause increased levels of this toxin so in the beginning testing your water regularly weekly water changes are recommended in my experience excuse me i'll definitely cover more of this on a later episode or on my youtube channel So, we've covered the most parts in terms of equipment, but what about the plants? There's so much choice out there these days in terms of plants, from easy, quick-growing to some which require a bit more maintenance, such as red plants, especially if you want the good coloration. Today, let's just stick to some of the more simpler aquarium plants to get you going. Some great beginner-friendly plants that you can use, which grow fast and can help give that jungle feel is Liminophilia sessiflora, I'm glad I said that right, or Jungle Vallisneria. Some other great plants are Anubias, Java fern, and even Java moss, just to name a couple. Java fern and Anubias are great as they don't even require a substrate to grow in um, as they free through the water column. You may see these often tied or glued to driftwood. If you really want to try something super basic then oxygenation plants could be a good route. These are mostly used for ponds but can grow easily in aquariums if you want to just see how you get on with something cheap and beginner friendly. Be also mindful plants depending on how they have been grown, can also contain unwanted pests such as snails. I personally like the addition but they can get out of hand so probably best to stick with plants which had a pesticide added but just make sure you wash them before adding them to the aquarium. Another amazing way which is becoming ever more popular in the hobby is creating more natural looking aquariums with the use of botanicals such as leaf litter and different types of cones. These type of aquariums are often called black water. The items generally release natural chemicals, changing the aquarium's water chemistry and even the colour of the water with the release of tannins, which gives an appearance of tea so sort of that type of tint i'll cover this in a later episode but aquascapes often combined with botanicals with some plants so it's just another side of the hobby which is definitely worth checking out if you want to take it a step further ultimately it's your aquarium and how committed you are to good maintenance and research will show the results you strive for But, from my experience, it's so rewarding watching my aquariums grow and flourish, and it just gives another layer to look at. The fish love it. Plants have a massive health benefits to the aquarium, helping suck out those nitrates, which will use themselves to grow. So well recommended to go this route. Remember, these elaborate aquascapes are great, but are are they practical? Are they short term? How long does the artist keep them running? Is it weeks, days, or then on to the next one? I hope I've covered everything. Again, it's just my thoughts and opinions, so take it as you will. Remember, everyone's aquariums, water, livestock are different, and these can have varying results, so be mindful of that. The best advice I can give is start with one or two easy plants, a cheap ball and one fertilizer, See how you go with your current equipment and a little patience, really. Research the plant itself and see what conditions it needs to thrive, but for the most part, the plant should do well unless something really wrong is happening. On that note, one final thing to bear in mind is that when placing plants in the aquariums, they may show signs of dying for the first couple of weeks. This generally isn't anything to worry about. It's often that plant is in shock and just like our fish, they need time to acclimate remember plants can't move so they need time to settle in and uh, before growing to the conditions of the aquarium so give it some time and you should see new growth within a couple of weeks it's just something i wanted to bring up as i've noticed many plants getting binned in the process i must admit i did the same when i first started so it's an easy mistake to make thanks for listening and i'll catch you in the next one